Hello, you lovely lot, and welcome to episode 23 of the Embers Collective podcast. We have got an original story for you, written and performed by the incredibly bangable Sam Rex. Music is going to be performed by Tim Carp and Fiona Fay. Enjoy it, you delicious bastards. Cannibal Mummy. Once upon a time, it doesn't matter when because I'm lying, it's a story. There was a family, a mummy and a daddy and a young boy. And they lived in a cabin in the woods. And their lives were as normal and as boring as anyone could hope their lives to be. One day, the father and son went off in the woods to do wholesome things that people do in woods in stories like chop wood or something. And mummy waved them off from the doorway of the house before going inside to cook them a delicious dinner for their return. She stoked the fire, chopped up the bits and bobs and threw it in the pot and began stirring the stew. Mm. But as she was readjusting some of the logs, she ah, burnt her finger and she put it in her mouth and sucked it to cool it down. And as she sucked it, she... um. Mmm. 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 She was tasty. I mean, like, like really delicious. And before she knew what was going on, she'd nibbled off all the flesh on her finger. And then she looked at her other fingers and just thought, oh, you know, fuck it. And ate all the flesh off them too. And then her hand. And then her arm, then slathered some mint sauce all over her shoulders and gobbled them down with some mashed up foot. Then fried her rump in some elbow gravy, then guzzled down on a booby smoothie. She covered her legs in ketchup and walked them down before tucking into her stomach and back until all that was left was her face and neck which she peeled off in strips. And then finally she squeezed out all the marrow in her bones and... Well, looks like I'm a cannibal now, thought Mummy, as she lay on the floor unable to hold herself up. She thought about what else there was in the house to eat, but the cupboards were full of just foie gras and caviar. It's not good enough, Mummy declared. I need human flesh. She then thought of her husband. Quite a large man. And then her son... Quite a plump boy. Her sweet little pudding. She'd fed them well. They'd be all juicy and meaty. <sniffs> she licked her lips at the thought of how tasty they would be. But she couldn't move, as her bones were hollow. And so she got a load of rice and pasta and poured it into her arms. Then she dragged herself outside and picked up a load of pebbles that she poured into the rest of her bones until, creaking and cracking, she came to stand. She gave herself a little shake. And she liked the sound it made, so she did it again. And so, with a little cackle, (laughs) and a shake, she set off to find her boys. The father and son were busy 
in the woods, doing wholesome things that people in stories do in woods. It had been the greatest of days, and they were having the best of times. A deep, deep bond had set between them. Their relationship had been taken to a whole new father and son level. The son looked at his daddy and said, I love you so much, dad. The dad, with a tear in his eye, looked at his son and said, I love you too, son. And then he picked him up and span him round and put him back down and kissed him on the top of the head and said, this has been the greatest day, son, the greatest day. I'm going to promise you something now. I'm going to promise you I'm never going to die and nothing bad is going to happen to you ever. This I swear. Now why don't we go and see what mummy's cooked to say. And then they heard a rattling and a crackling and a shaking. And they looked to see coming out of the trees, mummy? It had mummy's hair and mummy's dress. But it was more of a sinews and tissues wrapped around bits of bone and a emasticated grin ripped into a cheek. Come here, boys! Come to mummy! Daddy went over. Darling, darling, what's... Ah! And the boy watched as mummy leapt on daddy, biting deep into his throat. A great Catherine wheel of blood came spurting out. Run, boy! Run! Save yourself! Daddy called. But the boy was transfixed to the spot as mummy bit further and further into him, ripping off great big chunks from his arms and his chest. Until it was halfway and mummy with her daddy's heart in her hand, bit into it while looking at the boy in the eyes. He realised there was nothing for him here, nothing for him but trauma and bad memories, and so he ran. He ran and he ran and he ran as fast as he could whilst Mummy's terrifying call, Come here, my sweet little pudding, rang in his ears. As he was running, he got out of the woods and he came to a river. It was far too wide for him to to jump across and flowing far too fast for him to swim across. And at the other end was a waterfall that would have dashed him down to the bottom. Bollocks, said the boy. Yes, said a voice behind him. And he turned to see an old man. His wrinkles had wrinkles and his eyes twinkled. A long grey beard stroked the floor while gnarled knuckles curled around the top of a walking stick. Yes, said the voice again. Who are you? said the boy. I'm old man Bollocks. You called me. Would you like to cross the river? Yes, said the boy. Yes, I really would. I'd really like to cross the river. Can you can you get me across? Yes. Great. So can we can we go across now or fish? What? Get me a fish and you shall cross the river. Get me a fish or I won't do anything. 
And so the boy had no choice but to wade into the river and pluck a fish out. And he brought it back to the old man. Look, here's your fish now. Can we please cook it? What? Cook it. I'm not going to eat raw fish. It's bad for you. Now cook it. And so the boy had no choice but to make a fire and fried up the fish and he finally gave the cooked fish to the old man and said, Right now, can we please... I am not ever going to rush my food. It's bad for you. It's good to savour it. Take your time with it. Besides, there is, um... There is, um... There is no rush. No rush. No rush at all. What the fuck is that? And the young boy turned to see where the old man was pointing and on the hill behind him he saw Mummy. She screeched up to the sky. Come here, my sweet little pudding! That's my mum, said the boy. And she's just eaten my dad and she's trying to eat me and I've just ran out the way all through the woods and I really need to cross the river now. What do you say, you stupid cunt? Fucking around with a fish for fuck's sake, come on! And the old man threw the fish onto the floor and he knelt down by the side of the bank and the young boy watched as his neck shot out from his shoulders and he bit hump down on the other side of the bank to make a bridge. Come on, said the old man. And he, little boy began crossing, one foot in front of the other, over his narrow neck, all the while his mummy gaining on him. Come here, my sweet little pudding, he heard. And when he got to the middle of the old man, he felt the whole thing wobble and shake, and he thought he was going to go in, until he managed to rest steady himself. And he looked behind to see his mummy coming up fast behind him. Bit by bit, step by step, he managed to make it over that bridge until oh, he stepped onto the other side and the old man let go and his neck went spooling back into his shoulders and his mummy was plunged into the river where she was swept away by the current. The boy ran along the side of the bank wanting to see what happened next. I mean, we all want to see what happens next, don't we? And mummy... Sure enough, went over the edge of the waterfall where she hit the rocks on the way down. Poof, 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 poof. Her arms flying off in the process until, boom, she landed at the bottom of the waterfall and lay very still. And the boy leaned over the edge. She's dead. Yes! My mum's dead! My mum's dead! My mum's dead! My mum's dead! My mum's dead. Oh. But then he heard a creaking and a cracking. And he looked to see his mum's foot bending into shape. And the other one bending into shape as she brought herself creaking and rattling up to stand again. And with no arms, like a wingless chicken, she looked up at him 
with her beady eyes. Come here, my sweet little pudding. Ah! Oh, fuck. And so the boy, he ran again through those woods all the while his mum chasing after him. Come here, my sweet little pudding. She called after him. Deeper and deeper into the dark, dark forest he went until he came to the tallest tree in the woods. That's it, he thought. I'll just climb the tree, she's got no arms. I'll climb the tree and get to the top and then she won't be able to get me. So he clambered up. And when he got to the top, he watched as his mum came running into view where she looked up at him, realising that she couldn't climb up as well. Come here, my sweet little pudding, she said. No, Mum! God, get lost! You're so annoying! He said. And then he watched, in horror, as his mum wrapped her legs around the trunk of the tree and bit into the bark. And inch by inch, bite by bite, she made her way up the tree, ready to gorge on his flesh. And it was then, as all hope was fading and the sun was setting, as his mum was coming up to him to eat him, the boy did what we all would have done. And he sang a lullaby. Mummy, don't eat me, I'm your boy. Mummy, don't eat me, I'm your boy. Remember when you tucked me in? I didn't look so delicious back then. Oh, Mummy, don't eat me, I'm your boy. And then the birds joined in. Mummy, don't eat me, I'm your boy. <laughs> Mummy, don't eat me, I'm your boy. <laughs> I know it's hard being a mum, but please don't put me back in your tub. Oh, Mummy, don't eat me, I'm your boy. Then you joined in. Mummy, don't eat me, I'm your boy. Mummy, don't eat me, I'm your boy. (laughs) I know that you've just eaten dad, but please don't turn me into a boy kebab. Mummy, don't eat me, I'm your boy. Everybody, mummy, don't eat me. I'm your boy. Ah mummy, don't eat me. I'm your boy. This might not be the time to say, but this has been my worst birthday. Mummy, don't eat me. I'm your. But it was then, as the moon was rising up behind him, the boy saw his chance and he took it. He leapt from the top of the tree and he grabbed the bottom of the moon and the moon went up with him into the sky 
and the boy went up into the night sky and his mum leapt up into the night sky and the boy doosh, kicked her right in the jaw sending her straight back down to earth where she landed with a thud before getting back up again and staring up at him and as the moon hung there in the night sky it reached underneath picked up the boy and put it on top of his head hey man said the moon what's been going on and the boy told him all about how him and his dad had just been in the woods and suddenly his mum comes along and his mum just starts eating his dad, like literally eating his heart right in front of him. And so then the boy runs away and she's going, sweet little pudding. And then he gets to this river and there's an old man and the old man's neck is really long and there's a fish and he doesn't want to get a fish. And then his mum goes down a waterfall and all of her arms fall off and then she starts chasing him with this monster pester everywhere and she's running through the woods screaming, come in, I say little pudding. And then she tries to eat him while he's on a tree and it's my birthday. said the moon yeah um yeah that is a that is a lot um hey man you can you can spend the night here don't worry do not worry yeah just stay the night don't worry about it and so the boy spent the night and the next night and the next night and the next night to the point where it was getting kind of awkward kind of intrusive because whenever the moon tried to approach the boy the boy would just ah! whoa yeah of course no and the moon was fully aware that he'd been through some trauma he'd been through a lot of trauma but you know the moon had to look after his own mental health and this was making his anxiety really bad and actually if that boy just went the moon would be doing him a favour because he was teaching him how to be an adult, stand on his own two feet to face the world. You know, it's, it's, it's a daily struggle, one day at a time, but you've got to be strong. And it was getting too much, just the crying on top of my head. I can't take it anymore, thought the moon. So eventually, he went to the boy and he said, Hey, mate, would you like to be a star? What? said the boy. A star? <laughs> Me? Yeah. A star in the night sky. You can be a star. You never have to go back down to earth. You're just up there in the night sky having a great time. Yes, said the boy. I, I want to be a star. And so the moon plucked him from the top of his head and whoosh, lobbed him into the black where whoosh, the boy hit the sky and stayed there where he became the North Star. And if ever, ever you find yourself being chased through the woods by your mum or your dad or a grandparent or anyone, anyone who wants to eat you, look up into the sky and remember that you are fucked. Hi everyone, thanks Sam for your um, really, just call me Sam.
Yeah, I do. That's really weird. <laughs> <laughs> That's thrown me. Anyway, carry on. Thanks, Rixie. There we go. For your unique story. Um, yeah. What? What? Why? So, Cannibal Mum came from a story sent to me by someone, and it was an element of it in there where a woman ate her finger. There was a dog. There was there was a lot of other stuff, and I basically just took the premise of the mum eating her finger then eating all of herself, then deciding that she was a cannibal, and then the rest mm. just kind of went as I decided. Mm. Um, it was really fun mm. to so perform. It's a, it feels like there's a really clear message in that story. You could <laughs> just, uh, yeah, if you take anything away, if you take any moral or lesson from this story, then I have not done my job. I have not done my job. Mm. And I, my intention was to entertain myself, and I achieved that. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. anything beyond that's a bonus. <laughs> I think it's. I think it's pretty entertaining. So you performed that story a few times. Yes. Um, no, I just wanted to talk to Fiona about how she makes the jangly sounds. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that's called. What's it called? It looks like someone has collected autumn in a basket <laughs> and tied it together. I, I actually have no idea what they are. It might be. Are they some kind of sea creature? I think they're nuts. They could be nuts. Nuts sewn together on a bit of string. Yeah, autumn um, on string, that's what I said. Thanks Camilo Torado for lending us your nuts. You don't know about this yet, but thank you in advance. <laughs> if you're listening. Um, so yeah, there, there's nothing, there is nothing um, of value in that story. Mm. Uh, I think that what we can all take from it is not to become cannibals. Mm. And try and eat each other. Mm. Um, don't don't hold up a young boy trying to cross a river. Mm. Well, I think also there's something to be said there about if you have an emergency, tell someone. You know, don't don't just get yes. on with stuff. That's a really important. That's what it is. That, that old man could have been a mental health first aider or something, mm. and that boy could have been told him and the whole thing would have been sorted out a lot I mean, what, what yeah. I took from that story was, was not to rush your dinner really don't rush your dinner don't rush your dinner chew slowly you know even, even... always have Tabasco sauce yeah oh yeah chew slowly and don't eat yourself yeah boys and girls sing 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 and the moon will help you if yeah. people are chasing you if people sing. are chasing yeah. you sing um, and don't overstay your welcome Regardless of what's happened to you, mm. and don't whine when you have a problem. Just, just don't keep whine. it to yourself. Just keep it to yourself. Don't share your yeah, problems. Bottle, bottle that stuff down. Bottle yeah. it down. Bury it. Bury it deep inside you. Otherwise, you're just going to annoy people. You're just going to annoy. Yeah, and no one wants to be burdened with your problems. <laughs> pushing the boundaries. No, like I say, if anyone gets anything from this, any value from this, then I've not done my job. At all. Hmm. So, what have the Embers Collective what got coming up? <laughs> <laughs> well, we have got. We've got a busy October actually. We've got. Um... Oh, you, 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 you do it. Okay, so on October the 20th, we've got Queer Story with the Embers Collective. That's at the Apple Tree London. Uh, that is with um, a basically a new lineup, I'm pretty sure actually. Yeah. But uh, in that one, we're going to be delving into world mythology and folklore to present you with a range of queer stories and songs from around the world. So 
That'd be fun. It's the first for us to do a show like that, actually. Yeah. Um, whole new, whole new crew, and with that theme as well. And then on October the twenty seventh at the Jago in Dalston, uh, we've got the Embers Collective Open Day. So come along, and you can see. Uh, we're just calling anyone who wants to get involved in anything. Uh, to do with the embers to do this so storytellers artists musicians poets spoken word artists <laughs> anyone to get involved in anything, <laughs> anything you want <laughs> absolutely anything we are having an open day Bring on the 27th horse. of October and we'd like you all to come along um, so all of this is on Facebook by the way yeah um, which you can check out if you have Facebook if you have Facebook you might not have Facebook because you might be living on the moon if you don't go to the <laughs> in which case you're overstaying your welcome <laughs> get off Go to the emberscollective.com and you can find the all this world, don't worry. Uh, then on the 31st of October, we have Witch yeah. again uh, at the Jago. Uh, this is uh, an all female lineup of storytellers, musicians. It's going to be a banging show uh, and it's going to be on Halloween. So that's mm. Thursday, the 31st of October. Um, and then on November the 10th, we have got Hero by the Embers Collective, which is a fundraiser for Calm. That's the campaign against living miserably. And we're going to be telling stories all about heroes and Enrique Iglesias. <laughs> oh, yeah. That needs to come into it, actually, at some yeah, point, yeah, I think. Yeah, we should do that. Um, is there anything anyone else um, wants to plug? Don Kipper will be at uh, Jam in a Jar on the 1st of November. Great and then at a brand new venue called Donya which I don't know if you guys even heard about. Have you heard about it? There's a new venue, a friend of mine's, uh, you know, Lucy Massey, you know Lucy Massey? Yeah. She's opening a venue called Donya in Stoke Newington. And I think it's just for two months. Um, but it, it, I've been down there, it looks really nice. And they're going to have lots of music there. So we're playing there on the 8th of November. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. That'd be good. And they're having a Halloween party, but don't go to it. Come to our show. Uh, I also perform as character Jim Clapp uh, which you can find at Everything Clapp um, and just get stuck in get involved in that because I perform very regularly it's uh, open mic nights and comedy nights and I'll be at the Leicester Comedy Festival next year mm. and then hopefully coming to a venue near you soon okay and for any listeners in the Midlands hey Midlands peoples um, Telltale Tusker doing a mini tour Maybe in a town near you. You'll have to look that up. This has been this has been a chat of plugs. <laughs> we talked about anything apart from plugging each other. Um, no, we, I think we've given out some good advice. Yeah. I think we've given out really good advice yeah. to people. They yeah. know they know not to overstay their welcome. Yeah. They know not to burden other people with their problems. Yeah. They unless know, they're running. Yeah. They know not to become cannibals. Yeah. Unless you're running away from a cannibal, then you can unburden your problem onto someone else's shoulders quickly. But don't rush your food. Don't rush your food. Not ever. Um, don't don't lie to your children. Yeah, no, don't do that anyway. Yeah. Never kick a dog. It wasn't uh, it. Just don't do it. Just and the North the North Star will <coughs> um will remind you of these things. Yeah. Whenever you see the North Star you'll be reminded. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think we've I think we've pushed yeah. the, pushed all the boundaries we can. Is anyone, is anyone listening now? <laughs> That's what I want to know. If you are, have a great day. Bye. Bye. Bye.